0: This is the My St Albans podcast, where we talk to local people about their St Albans and their favourite songs. For licensing reasons, we're unable to include the songs chosen.
1: My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcox.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Olde Fighting Cox. Good evening and welcome to my St Albans on Radio Verulam show number 39 um, and tonight's guest is the brilliant and very lovely and a good friend of mine Richard Wormsley. Good evening Richard. Hi Matt, how are you doing? I'm very well, all good? Excellent, excellent. Fantastic. Um, I always have like a description for someone <laughs> um, but you are just my friend. I know you're doing many things. Don't like listeners. He does many things. But, and I think you're retraining for a few things at the moment. But yeah, you're just a very good friend of mine.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, likewise. Yeah. Uh, retraining. That's it's, Yeah. I'm having another little life reevaluation. I think. Yeah.
1: But it's quite exciting. What? Yeah. yeah. I, learning to brew beer, learning to make coffee, designing, all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Bit of rebooting
1: excellent
0: yeah it's good it's good being a bit of a student again and learning loads of new stuff and it's all online people from all over the world lots of different ideas and views and and new ways of learning so yeah it's good it's good uh it's not not maybe so easy learning as when you're 15 or 20 but (laughs) um but it's good fun
1: yeah you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> um, always, always, always. Um, So, thank you for coming on the show. I know you're a huge fan. I know you listen every week. Um, so you know the format. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, should we get going?
0: Yeah. Why not? Why
1: Fantastic. Not? So, when St Albans, you, you weren't born and bred here. Um, so, when did you arrive in the city?
0: Uh, I think it is now about 12 years ago. So no, I was born in Essex, uh, grew up in essex London in Upminster, went to uni up in Nottingham, came back to London, lived in kind of various unfashionable bits of North and West London, eventually, and Ealing. And I was commuting up to the old T-Mobile head office at Hatfield Business Park and kind of got a bit fed up with the commute and thought, actually, do you know what, I'll just I'll just rent in St Albans for a little bit. Um and see how see how that goes. Easy commute back into London to you know do the social stuff and see friends. Probably had no intention of staying here whatsoever. And then the place very gradually kind of warmed me. I guess I thought it was maybe, what was I, kind of early thirties, and still in that mode of like, oh, it's a bit suburban, maybe not not what I want. And uh, I was wrong. It's it's own little place with loads of um charm and great interesting people, food and drink, and the world's greatest city 20 minutes away. And I live by the station, so I do still get that best of both worlds. And I met loads of people here and just kind of, yeah, it became it became home pretty, pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, it, it does get a hold of you, this place. Like, I know, I mean, not through the show, but through, you know, people that I've met in Snormans that once you arrive, you, you, you kind of end up staying for a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, I can't pretend that the pubs haven't been part of that, that <laughs> draw. <laughs> They're an important part in getting to know loads of people. Um, but yeah, it's a place that kind of more of it opens up the longer you're here. Whereas I've lived in bigger cities and traveled to you know quite a few countries and sometimes places kind of you think are going to be really impressive and they are uh, in, on the surface initially, but they maybe doesn't seem the same depth. And I guess because of the history here, because of the location here, there's lots of different um, aspects to St Albans that you get to know the longer you've been here and the more people you, you get to meet. Fantastic. Um, and what's your first song for tonight? What have you got? So my first song is uh, Lean On Me, Bill Withers. And the reason I've chosen that is because... He sadly died um, at the end of March, I think, last year. So right at the start of of the pandemic lockdown. And I just think the words were so apt for how we were all feeling at the time. And it's kind of a classic. It's pretty pretty chilled. Um, so, yeah, a bit of a tribute to, to him and his music. And, um, yeah, a reminder of um, what's got us all through the last year and a half.
1: And that was Lean On Me by Bill Withers. Um, yeah, the... A, a pandemic theme tune, maybe. Yeah. Bit, um, yeah. So obviously, most of your greatest memories in this city have <laughs> involved me, um, <laughs> but there's probably one or two that don't. So, yeah what what is your what's your what's your greatest St Albans memory?
0: I mean, I think again, every St Albans memory that sticks in the mind sort of involves music, beer outdoors in some kind of combination so there's a few I'm going to cheat a bit so I think and when I was first living here um, and particularly with some friends I had from from T-Mobile it was a great era to work there loads of exciting stuff was going on and we used to kind of go out every Christmas dressed up in stupid Christmas costumes and do a little bit of a mini pub crawl I don't think we ever got to many pubs (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, but it just felt like you could just kind of go around the city and have a bit of fun Um, and sort of related to that Lo- loads of li- little bits like Friday nights in the boot with a band that just kind of round off the weekend when you've got that slight Monday dread maybe and and just the atmosphere there. Um, which brings me on to, to, I think it's been mentioned a few times before, Carol's Till Closing, which definitely um, sort of strays into that hidden gem category. But um, it's it's just everything that Christmas should be, right? You know, for some people, Christmas is, you know, all about the, the, the family side or the church side or whatever else. But this feels like, to me, what it should be about bringing community together um a time of year when it's just a great time to kind of be indoors in a pub, sing along together. There's something special about singing together. I was a chorister when I was a kid. And whilst I don't pretend to have the best voice in the world, there is something brilliant about, that occasion. So that definitely sticks in my mind. And my, my cousin who now lives here also comes along to that sometimes. Um and my last little cheat one is the film festival which you and I both involved in and me me just a small bit part. But um there's been a few occasions at the film festival. we have been inc- incredibly lucky with glorious weather, sunshine, sat watching those films in the park with the cathedral behind us, the park ahead of us, a few drinks loads of people having enjoying great street food from local people um and sort of the sun going down and that's just something a bit special you know um the atmosphere um and seeing everyone enjoying themselves it's brilliant
1: well it's very kind of you to talk about the film festival um you 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 don't play a small part rich you play a huge part and we've had we've had many a good evening at, at, at that that event um Carousel Closing, let's talk about something that's even better than the film festival, because I'm hoping, we're recording this, listeners, in um, kind of late October, so this show will go out in November, but I haven't heard much about it yet. I'm so hoping it returns this year. Yeah. Um, this, this show talks about Carousel Closing pretty much every other show, only because I want to talk about it. It still is the greatest event that this city does. Um, it has everything. It has absolutely everything you could ever want. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed that that returns. That, that Yeah, some great – and also, yeah, let's not forget um, music at the boot on Sundays is, yeah, the perfect way to end a weekend. And once again, it's one of those things that was such a regular thing. It was instrumental in my weekends. It was, yeah. you know, your weekends. We just hope it can return at some point. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, second song. What have you got for us? Uh,
0: the second song is uh, named "Cherry uh, Buffalo Stance," and this is actually uh, one of the first albums I ever bought. I mean, don't get me wrong; there was some Chaz and Dave, Jamboree Bag, and all kinds of nonsense at that time as well. But um, and um, I just love the fact that it's kind of big, bold, brash. Um, attitude that maybe we think is a new thing that was very much already coming through back in the 80s so yeah
1: and that was lane Sherry buffalo stance a song i have not heard in a long while uh thank you for that um hero time so if you can you know single out one person um that you look up to in this city who who would that be
0: well i couldn't really do one um so i know lots of people have cheated on this question Good um, question to
1: cheat on. It is a good question <laughs> to cheat on.
0: So I guess I guess my heroes are all the food, drink, and retail entrepreneurs that we're so lucky to have in Auburn's. And again, I know they've been mentioned before, but you know, I mean, Charlie's Coffee. Um, I'm going to talk about Charlie at the station because I used to go and get my coffee when I commuted every day in and out to Central London. Um, not actually for the coffee on its own, because. You know there are other places to get coffee. They're not as good, but there are other places. But just because Charlie was always so cheerful in the mornings, and that tradition has, uh, has stayed going when the other people have joined the team, it it just we used to have a little chat, a little bit of a laugh, and in in those who remember what Thameslink used to be like and how bad sometimes that experience was in the morning it just would lift my day just to start off with a little bit of chat and a little bit of a laugh. So, yeah, Charlie's an absolute hero. Obviously, Sean with Dylan's has been a real pioneer, I think, as well. And people like um, Sam with Alternative Barbering, which, um, you know, is fantastic. I've been going there for years, not so much recently. Um, you, listeners cannot see that um, my hair is probably in a in a state of needing a cut. Um, but, yeah, Sam's done a great job. So I think all of those guys, the Park Run volunteers, you and I are both fans of Park Run. It's just a brilliant... Um, coming together of people in the community and the third little set of heroes i'm going to choose are all the councillors and our mp uh daisy cooper because it's not a political thing but just because it's all the councillors these are unsung heroes right it's a tough job the council doesn't have that much power over lots of different things sometimes it's the county council sometimes it's government they don't have all the money they want etc etc And they do an incredible job putting in the time and effort to make the city better, represent the people who are underserved, underrepresented in the community. Um, And I just think they they deserve the thanks and credit. I I got involved um, in 2016. I don't know if anyone remembers, we had a little vote in 2016. And that was the first time I'd ever gone and kind of knocked on doors and chatted to people, which is a fantastic thing to do if anyone um, feels brave enough, because you just learn more about your community and people and different people's views and it's it's really interesting people don't always agree and that's fine um but these people go out and do that all the time they're always nearly always in kind of election mode because there's always local um elections coming up um and just the sheer effort they put into trying to make things work better um, they deserve huge credit for that
1: yeah wow there's some heroes in there um i think yeah I'm not going to talk about the political things, um, but what I will say, I mean, once again, Sean gets mentioned on the show a lot, and rightly so. I think he's a genius. Sam, the alternative barber, hasn't his name hasn't come up, and he he's done really cool things. You know, really, really good. Um, Charlie, I've been trying to get on this show for such a long time. I and this is the thing with me with Charlie, right? Is I like the fact that. I love her business. I like what her business looks like. I like what her business does. I like the fact that she hasn't a bit like the pudding stop. They haven't deserted the station. They're still true and they still keep that going. The good thing about what I've said about Charlie, and this might surprise listeners is I don't drink coffee, (laughs) (laughs) right? I don't drink coffee, but I go and I go and support her and her business. Not as much. I live in a different part of town now, but yeah, I used to go to the station. I, you know, I've done her cocktail nights. I've done her whatever. It just, it's a brilliant little business. Amazing, and um, she is wicked. So,
0: uh, but yeah, and, and and something else about Sam actually that I want to mention is that actually Sam with Alternative Barbering was kind of pretty early into that sort of new wave of, of mm. a kind of Barber's different kind of experience that you'd get in central London. But but he was a real pioneer of that and certainly bringing it to St Albans and they've expanded. But also I want to mention something about it because um, as people might have seen, you know, Barber's now, um, it's being sort of more acknowledged that they play a role in mental health. The kind of conversations you have while sat in the chair can be really important. You know, people who um might be going through stuff might have you know not had a great day or whatever um and he brings people into his teams that are great at just having a chat you know the yeah. last thing you want to do is have an awkward conversation or not really know what to say at all and they've always made people feel relaxed in there so that's that's all credit to him and i know he does a lot of work also with you know kind of homeless groups and giving them um, haircuts and the spruce up in other parts of, of the country as well so yeah fair play to those guys yeah brilliant
1: brilliant a great answer um a bit of lightning seeds i think next what have you got
0: yeah so lightning seeds sense so um lightning seeds are kind of um interesting for me for a couple of reasons because they bring back memories of the end of my first year at university so I went to University of Nottingham and there's a really lovely section um on the campus there uh, kind of green parklands in the middle and at the end of my first year there was a big kind of party and they played it there were, it was actually when Red Bull was being launched so there was a um, a bunch of Red Bull. This would not happen now. A bunch no. of Red Bull girls there, kind of handing out uh, the, the the cans in a way that uh, that you wouldn't do now. But it was, um, but it was a fantastic kind of buzzy end to that first year, and um, bringing it right the way to now. Lightning Seeds obviously played Pub in the Park just a few weeks back, and that was a, one of those moments for me of. The pandemic isn't over yet, but it felt like, oh, this is some real fun, normal, normality, being back out with friends, having a couple of drinks, watching a band in the open air with some old kind of tunes that that loads of people in the crowd knew. Um, so it's kind of, it has it has that dual meaning to me of, of a reminder of student days and bringing us right back to a more optimistic present.
1: And that was sent by the Lightning Seeds. Uh, welcome back to my organs on Radio Verilum. Uh, we're with the brilliant Richard Wormsley uh, tonight. How are you doing, Richard?
0: Very good, thanks. Yeah, great.
1: Excellent, excellent. So, um, my favourite question: um, what is your what's your hidden gem?
0: Yeah, um, I don't know which hidden gems might be might be left, but um, there's a couple of kind of. Little escapes that were particularly important to me. I think during during the pandemic, during lockdown, I was doing loads of long walks, like lots of other people, and kind of steering clear a bit of the city centre and and actually Verulamian Park was kind of as we might remember, as things slightly opened up, got a bit kind of crazy with loads of people. So you know, you kind of explore different places. So um, two little places. One was a complete discovery to me, which was there's a little orchard area, which is sort of attached to Highfield Park, um, but not in the main part of the park. And I just remember one glorious summer's day last year, kind of doing a long walk and kind of discovering this little area. I think it's where there used to be um, a, a hospital um, around that area. Um, and it's just a charming little spot. And the other one is um, the Well Nunnery area those kind of ruins which probably lots of people know about but they're in because they are where they are they kind of get forgotten about a little bit and um that park was just an awesome place to just go and chill you know read a book make some phone calls and and get a bit of uh, fresh air but the other one I wanted to mention is the Pioneer Club because I think again it's one of these places that's got kind of historical significance in the world of skateboarding which is not a world that I know but um but you and I've been to kind of events and gigs there and it's um I guess what's different about it for St Albans is it it it's not it's not kind of traditional or historical. It's a little bit different. Um and I think there's so much potential for so much more to happen there. Um it's got a different vibe to it and I think it's fantastic that we've got somewhere like that just kind of again tucked away.
1: Yeah. I think I, I remember during lockdown, um like what Rich did was a, was brilliant. He, he used it to explore the city. And I remember you walking into places that you'd never been before. And I think there's so much negative around the pandemic, but actually there's a lot of positive that came out of that. And I think you, for me, from my side, looking at you and what you did, you, you found more places in the city than probably anyone I knew. And you, you walked everywhere and you explored. And I think the nunnery is a prime example of people. People will drive past that, or people will go past that, but they won't go and explore that. Um, so that that area is great, and I use that uh, for running as well through through the River Ver and blah blah blah. Um, I, I can't let it go without talking about the Pioneer. I I think it's. I'm not going to use the word underrated, but uh, maybe underused maybe is a better term. It, yeah it is so good and it's so vital. And I think it, it will play such an, a massive importance on so many young people, but I just look at the potential that it, it's one of the, it could be so much more. It could yeah. be, you know, um, and I, I look, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs and how it's run and blah, blah, blah. But every time I've been there, I've had a good experience Um, And I I used to volunteer there when I first came to St Albans. And I know the impact it has on young people. um, And we need to do more, I think. Definitely. So, yeah, pioneer. Uh, Good shout. Um, Love that. Thank you. Uh, Your fourth song, what have you got for us?
0: So the next song is Blue Tone, Slight Return. And, um, yeah, my uni years were kind of 94 to 97. It was sort of the height of that whole kind of... Britpop, Cool Britannia, indie rock uh, era, um, which is pretty special. I mean, everyone's university years are special, but it was a time where we were kind of, I think, emerging out of a um, not very exciting, bit recession-y kind of era into a real era of optimism. There was kind of walls coming down, democracy all around the world. The internet was just beginning to come to spark to life. Um, so it was a really exciting time. But this song I've chosen out of all of that kind of era, of which I could have chosen many, um, a little bit tongue-in-cheek because it, it represents a couple of other uh mates of ours um uh and uh, it, it was a bit of a sort of joke song that we uh, talked about on a trip that we all did to Newcastle so and um, so this is Russ and and Dazzy Mac and and we all kind of knew each other originally through social media and um Russ and I met each other both traveling to and from running the London Marathon about 10 years ago originally. And I met Darren through you, et cetera, et cetera. So this is a bit of a reminder of good times with good mates who've been incredibly supportive to me at times when, um, you know, things haven't been so good. And I've really appreciated that and also had an incredible laugh in lots of pubs, (laughs) lots of different (laughs) places. So, yeah, Blue Tones, slight return.
1: And that was the Blue Tones and slight return. Um, Yeah, I think great, De- yeah, dedicated to Dazzy Mac and Russ. I think on that. Um, so, your perfect St Alban's Day. Here we go.
0: This this is this is a tough one because there was too much to pack in. So I have packed in everything. It's I fun. think you can um, do whatever. You yeah, three it's,
1: it's, lunches. It's... I don't care.
0: It's an imaginary day, so let's not be too picky about how many hours there are on it. So, my perfect day is going to start with um, I'm going to walk into town, get a coffee from kiosk, uh, just a cheeky little espresso. On my way down to, of course, park run. Um, uh, you're going to be there. I, I'm going to I'm going to try and beat you, but I'm a bit out of shape at the moment, so <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so we do park run, but then I'm feeling so energetic that day let's see how this goes. I'm going to, I'm going to carry on running all the way up to Gorenbury. And because it's a glorious sunny day and I love going past the theater there on the left and then walk and then the ruins at the top again, I actually could be in that hidden gem category because they, there's incredible history up there that lots of people I didn't know about for years and years. I only knew about it a few years ago. So running up, uh, it's a bit of a bit of a trek on the way up so, and then run, run down. Um I would then, uh, somehow divert myself to Charlie's coffee for a little bit of a croissant uh so second coffee of of the day um and then I wandered back into town and um there'd be some kind of awesome exhibition on at the museum and gallery I think we're incredibly lucky to have that venue and there've already been some really exciting exhibitions that have come from other parts of the country and I hope we see more of that um I'm not sure everyone has been sort of fully aware of that because some of the exhibitions are sort of in the basement tucked away but yeah more of that um I'd have some lunch with with mates um, uh, probably the fighting cocks or the six bells for a roast amazing roast at both of those and then I'd go to pudding stop for dessert um, so um, grab some food there and then go and chill in the park just sit around, shoot the breeze chat a bit um, but then um, we're going to go across back to my new slight obsession we're going to go to urban City and watch a game in Clarence Park um as you know well matt i am not a big football fan but this is my local park and again during lockdown i was just like this is my local park and there's there's a football club kind of hidden behind the bushes right there's a round there so um so i would go along to um to clarence park on the way back i'd nip into maybe the mermaid quick drink there with friends um and then maybe to the mad squirrel and at one of those i'd have awesome pizza because they both do great, great street pizza. Then I'd have a pit stop for pint and bar snacks at, at, at Dylan's. Um Got to drop into Dylan's as well. Um, in this amazing day, we're then going for um, a gig at the Horn. Uh, we're, we're putting in some mileage here. Yeah, um, uh, we're going to be in that back room and, you know, jumping up and down at the front in the, in the, in the uh, virtual mosh brick um, with some kind of up and coming new guitar band, Um, And then uh, somehow I fast forwarded to Christmas and we're going to go to the White Hart Tap where Carols for Closing is kicking off um, and we're going to all join in. And then at the end of the night, because it sort of feels like that kebab moment, we're going to go to the House of Poutine, brand new to St. Albans. I've already been maybe four times and <laughs> it's only been open a couple of weeks because it's just that like gourmet street food love they put incredible different katsu toppings on on a uh, uh, kind of uh, slightly bizarre crazy but awesome end of night Canadian invention so that is my day with friends bit of running bit of beer bit of sport um bit of music um and a lot of food along the way
1: so let's get, let's get into the meat of that. That, that's a, that's a day, right? That is the perfect day. If we've ever had any perfect day, get a show 39, that is the perfect day. So um, I, I love the fact, so listeners Richard isn't a football fan, but he is, he's brought himself a season ticket at St. Albans and yes. he is supporting his local team. Um, I advise anyone to do that. Like just, even if it's just for a game, go and support your local team because it is a great experience you can walk to the ground um and obviously if you if that way inclined there's a lovely pub very you know there's always a beer after the game and there's loads of pubs that you can go visit
0: well and there's three brewers beer in the yeah. ground so local brewery in the ground as well and obviously you can't do that at every ground so yeah that makes it a bit special no, too
1: so yeah local beer at half time is always on my cards the other thing is um People should always skip dessert wherever they are in the (laughs) city, skip dessert and then go to the pudding stop because it feels that it's one thing for me that you, for me anyway, that you don't get in other cities. Like, and if everyone did, oh, it's just such an amazing thing. And people go, I take friends out for dinner and you go for dinner and stuff and go, right, no, don't have dessert, we're going somewhere else. And they're like, what? And then we go to the pudding stop and we get it. And it's just, that's the cool thing.
0: Also, you can satisfy everyone's taste because if there isn't something in pudding stop, which would be amazing, but if there is, there's also Dalish, Dalish ice cream around the corner Dalish as well, ice, yeah. which is another little local hero. Um,
1: and I have to talk about the house of uh, the house of chips. Um, <laughs> you, I've yet to be. I'm. I'm going to try and get there this weekend. Um, it it hasn't been. It's only yeah, less than two weeks, and you've been there four times, um, guys. It's it's part of the old Jamie Oliver. Building. I think next door, is that right? Next door to Megan's.
0: It's where I think it was Hits Cafe was. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That, along uh, that strip. Yeah.
1: Along that trip And essentially it's gourmet chips. Um, but yeah, and Rich is a massive fan. I've seen his Instagram. Photos look amazing. Go and check out this place. Um, that's the perfect day. Brilliant. <laughs> Love that. Um, moving swiftly on. Um, fifth song, bit of blur. What have you got?
0: Yeah, blur, charmless man. Now um this probably is, so as I mentioned at the start, I am from Essex originally, and uh, the first festival I think I went to was what what sort of ended up being the original V96, although it didn't sort of start that way, it was kind of Paul Weller and others, so Blur's got a little place in my heart, I was also an Oasis fan, so I kind of covered all bases, Um but Charmless Man, um, yeah, might not be the best song, but it's um, a significant song for me because, again, as I touched on earlier, that era was one of change. So we were going from a kind of um, fairly staid world to um, a much more optimistic time and a real pride in our own country, but also looking out to the rest of of the world. And the the lyrics in this song are a bit bit of poking at a certain type of kind of posh blagger, um, <laughs> that, that likes to be in charge um and i just feel like those we felt like the people were back in charge at that time and i i think um one or two of those blaggers have kind of made their way back to the top let's put it that way so this is this is dedicated to them
1: and this is charmless man by blur great song thank you i'm oh, glad you put a bit of blur in it's been a while a bit of blur i like that so um rich final question um and so here we go, right? You're going to get everything. You'll get the keys to the city and the chain and a car and whatever you get. Um, and you're mayor for the day. Um, what are you going to do?
0: Well, I think, um, as I understand it, being mayor, you, you, you don't necessarily get to decide everything. But in this imaginary world, we're going to be a mayor, I guess, who's a, a kind of benign dictator who can, who can change things. So
1: I think mayor with power.
0: Yeah yeah yeah. That's what so, we've got. yeah. So what I'd love to do is um I was really lucky enough to go just before um the first lockdown to Madrid and in Madrid every Sunday on one of the main streets it's closed. Um, and it's incredible because it's a huge, huge street and people walk along, enjoy food together. It's a real family vibe. And we see that with the food and drink festival in St. Albans when the roads go. So I would love to, first of all, close off St. Peter Street uh, every Sunday um, and have that vibe that we've had before um, with everyone being able to move around. But the other thing I'd like to do is we, we, we have um, I live just by the station and we have three roads in St. Albans that go into the city centre kind of in parallel. Um, and Victoria Street is one that I think we could do something more interesting more exciting with Um, and this might be a bit controversial for some people but I'd love to do is take half of that road take one lane and turn that into a segregated cycle lane a safe cycle lane like they are springing up all over London and in Manchester and in New York and lots of other places around the world now obviously lots of Scandi countries so it would be One lane taken up with a segregated cycle lane. There would be um, cycle hire bikes that obviously are all over the place too at the station, the city station, and at the city centre, and maybe at the other station too, the Abbey station. Um, And the reason I want to do that is because I think we are not taking the environmental threat seriously enough, and it has to start locally. Something like 50% of journeys are less than five miles. Now, of course, some people absolutely need their cars to get around and we all have to move stuff at different times. But lots of us could walk or cycle those short distances. But we have to make it easier for people. So, And we have to make people feel safe. So I think we could sacrifice at least one lane Um, of one of those three parallel roads to make that happen and maybe we can green up victoria street as well which has got a few trees but i think we can do a lot more with it because it's our it's the gateway to our city Mm -hmm. from the station and the station is one of those stations that's not quite in the center and we can make that easier for people my other little idea is that in the other lane um if we don't have to use it for for bus access or whatever is um in in bristol a city that i know you you're a fan of too there's um they they once put a slide, a kind of giant water slide down that steep hill in the city centre. And I wonder whether Victoria Street, it might just be steep enough that we could do something similar and have... So you kind of cycle your way up from the station into town and then maybe we can have a little bit of yeah, a fantasy slide in the other lane going back the other way. So you cycle up and slide back down. Maybe the latter is a bit of fancy on my part, but I guess it highlights a, a, a link to, like Bristol, I think we can do more with a bit of street art in the city. I'm not talking about kind of putting it all over our historic buildings, but we've got little alleyways and little areas where some of those kind of incredible murals, you know, really talented artists that they have in Bristol where they've they've become brilliant and mixing the old with the new. I think we could be a bit more inventive and creative. We've got loads of creative people living in Toronto, actors, media people, designers that work in London. And I think there's this pool of talent that we could, um, we could bring together to kind of have more kind of experimental projects running more throughout the year. One, th- one, one other little thing I would love to do is, uh, as you know, I'm a big craft beer fan and a, a little bit of a brewer occasionally. And um, I'd love to kind of exhibit some of the incredible art that you now get on on beer cans and have that kind of maybe around our our pubs as a draw, because we don't make enough of the network of pubs we have here, which is phenomenal, Um, and that that should be a destination in its own right
1: so anyone that wants to put a water slide in victoria street gets my vote okay (laughs) so um i mean joking aside what i would say and, and we we have conversations like this all the time right is
0: some of them are sober
1: some of them are sober yeah um not many but some are sober right and we I, I talk about the word all of the time. We have to be brave. Yep. Right? And we have shut roads and we have shut roads for a Sunday, but also we've shut roads for months. Um, we need to do more to encourage people to get out of their cars. And I think you're completely right. Some people need their cars. They they can't do their function. They can't do their job without a car. But we we have to... We have to think about it and we have to be brave in our decisions. And I think for me, one of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with, which is doing something and then it doesn't work. And then what do they do? We could try stuff. Yeah. You know, we, we can try something for a day. And if it doesn't work, we try something different. We have to be, I think, a little bit more agile in, in our thinking and how we go about stuff. And I, look, I don't know how the the legislation works i don't know how buses work i don't know what you know who owns what roads but we have to we have to have we have to start having conversations and we have to maybe as you pointed out we might have to get people who are outside of those decision makings to come in like your good self and just talk about what is possible because we can be so much better than we are
0: yeah we've got to be experimental and i think you know i'm I'm really passionate about active travel. So more more, more cycling, more walking. You know, what did the last 18 months show us? Look, lots of people struggle with um, all kinds of, you know, challenges from a health point of view and they should get the support. But lots of us can do more. To, to get ourselves fitter so you know if you want to save the NHS clapping's one thing keeping yourself fit and healthy as best you can is another thing which would make far more impact yeah. and and that means as you say like if we if we need to make space on on our roads for the people who really need them but the rest of us need to be thinking Okay, on this occasion, do I really need to save that kind of thirty seconds? And does it really save me time? And how much money is that petrol costing? And all the rest of it? And again, no, actually, we need to encourage people to just if if everyone. I, I worked on. I was lucky to work on a project in Manchester, and you know, if everyone just makes one or two journeys a month by foot or by bike that they would have otherwise driven. It makes a huge difference in total. And it also <laughs> reduces the congestion that frustrates people. So, yeah, I think we've got to be, we've got to be more experimental. Um, we've got to take our responsibilities seriously. Sticking your plastics in the recycling is not enough. Um, we've got to be thinking about our everyday routines and how we go. It. So it's not, it's not about preaching. It's about making it easier for yeah. people to do I'll those say, and, and enjoyable say. because, um, I, I worry sometimes that the the reason these things don't happen is because sometimes the busiest people don't have time to get involved in saying that they like these things and that they're important and they matter to them and sometimes the voices that want to keep things as they are um, perhaps sometimes get heard a little bit more and I absolutely want to keep the best of St Albans but the best places, the most thriving cities and communities around the rest of Europe, around the world are the ones where they are walkable, livable, cyclable cities yeah. and, and people are healthier and happier, uh, including mental health. You know, it's absolutely vital for mental fitness for all of us to, you know, get that link between our physical and mental fitness. So yeah, I'd love to see us try some of these things more. Be brilliant.
1: will also, Alyssa, this isn't a criticism of what has gone before or what currently is happening Um, because we do, we live in an amazing city and that is why that's, I mean, essentially why me and Rich uh, live in this city because it is an amazing city. We just, we just think we can do more or we think that together we can make it better.
0: I think Um, we can be a bit more pioneering and more of a beacon than we are. There's so much talent here. So many passionate people, so many smart people, that there is potential. And I think an exciting thing for me is a lot of us were commuting in and out of London and maybe that talent, that passion, that resource was focused on, you know, offices in the central London with hopefully a much more flexible future. um, More people are in the city more often, perhaps, and that is an opportunity in itself for people to get more involved, for people to walk... People able to see what could be even better than it already is. So yeah, we're fortunate to live in an incredible place. This is about kind of going. Let's be a bit bolder. Let's, I mean, when I before I lived here, I didn't really know of, and I sort of vaguely knew of the place, but I didn't really know anything about it. Hertfordshire itself is a county which sort of doesn't have as strong a stronger brand as an Essex or a Yorkshire, for good or bad. And and actually, we. It's not about wanting everyone to come here and kind of drowning the place. It's just about actually. Let's use, let's harness those ideas and that talent and let's be a beacon that maybe can spread to other places too.
1: Yeah, it's a great answer. It's a great answer. Um, your final song, what have you got for us?
0: Yeah, so final song is um, Block Party. Um, and it's, I guess, reflective of um, an era in the sort of mid 2000s where I was really lucky. I was working at T-Mobile on music and we, and we did some great kind of street gigs, some quite exciting stuff, launching digital music stores. And at the time I was living in Ealing, my flatmate, uh, Kat, was um, working at XFM. So we both went to a lot of gigs, a lot of festivals, and it was a really good time. So this kind of reminds me, this is a bit of a tribute to that era.
1: And that was Block Party. So here we are. Oh, Richard, thank you so much. I've had such a great evening. I knew you'd be a great guest. Um, thank you for your insights. Thank you for your views. Thank you for the perfect St Albans Day. Um, thank you for all those heroes. Um, brilliant answers all the way along and some amazing um, song choices. Um, I hope you've had a good evening. Uh, thank you so much. Um, ladies and this is My St Albans. This has been Richard
0: Warmsley. You've been listening to the My St Albans podcast introduced by Matt Big. If you'd like to support Radio Verulam's podcasts, you can go to radioverulam.com slash donate. And you can see all the mice and Albans podcasts at radioverulam.com slash My St Albans.
1: is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcocks.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox.